0: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The 6 o'clock six-pack with Dave Mann. News Radio 610
1: WTVN. Rolling Stones announced that they'll be coming back to the States for uh, stadium shows this summer. 610 WTVN and iHeartRadio want to get you out on a VIP experience with the Stones, airfare, hotel, VIP tickets, of course. You'll get to actually announce the band come on stage. Many of their iconic live albums start with, ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones. You get to do that. You get to meet Mick and Keith, and then you'll get an official crew jacket signed by the band. How do I get active? How do I get uh, under consideration? You just download and open the free iHeartRadio app, and then listen to Rolling Stones radio for Am your I chance. I for that? I, I believe so.
0: Oh, that'd be cool.
1: Um, if you win, I'm going to tell. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you take me, then I'll keep oh, my mouth I said shut. It's
0: a bribery. I see how it works.
1: Uh, but yeah, give it, give it a shot. And any really, all you have to do is everybody's got the app downloaded anyway. Just go to Rolling Stones radio. It'll log you. And that'll be your chance to win exclusively with iHeartRadio and 610 WTVN. Earlier today with Blazer, we, we knocked this topic around a little bit. We didn't get as much time uh, to get after it as uh, it just didn't work out that way. That's why I wanted to revisit tonight the nation's two largest teachers unions, the American Federation of Teachers and the National Education Association, have joined with gun control advocacy group Every Town for Gun Safety in calling for schools to end or change active shooter drills. And they're talking about the unannounced drills and drills that simulate shootings. They say these terrify students and can harm their mental health. And I'm just curious are you on board with that? Uh, We'll discuss your thoughts, my thoughts. Uh, It's not about, even though there is a gun control um, advocacy group, that's not the route we're going down. They just happen to be in favor of doing this. But, you know, have your kids gone through one of these live active shooter drills, and do you think it's a good idea?
0: The Six O'Clock Six Pack with Dave Mann, News Radio 610
1: WTVN. So active shooter drills. Should, they, uh, should your school have them? Do you think these things should go on? There's a couple of uh, teachers unions, the American Federation of Teachers and the National Education Association. They've joined with the gun control advocacy group, Every Town for Gun Safety, in calling for schools to end or change active shooter drills. They recommend schools focus instead on training teachers on how to respond to active shooter incidents. For schools that choose to do drills, they provide guidelines, including never simulating a shooting, giving parents, teachers and students advanced notice of drills and working with mental health professionals to uh, create age appropriate drills that take the potential trauma of them into account. And I'll say, I guess at this point, I, I don't really have a problem with anything that they're saying there. Uh Jean-Paul Gabot of the Alice Training Institute, which runs active shooter drills, said that while they never do surprise drills, simulating a shooting is the best way to prepare for one. I I see the point. I I think I'm going to say that maybe, I don't know, you you cut that off at sixth or seventh grade. In high school, uh, you know, maybe, yeah, I mean, some of the older kids, I think, are mature enough to handle it. I just don't see a lot of wisdom in in scaring the crap out of kindergartners, first, second graders, with somebody coming into the school. And when you think about the scenario here, if it's an unannounced drill, the teachers don't know, uh, the students certainly don't know. And and I, I suppose the principal and, and the school board might know that this is going on on a specific day, but you're going to run in, you're going to try to simulate the, the chaos and the horror of an active shooter, and then you want to you know run your people through the paces to make sure. I, I, I don't see that as being a good idea, especially for younger children. And I'm sure you have an opinion. That's why we have talk radio. Let's talk it out tonight. 821 WTVN, 80610 WTVN. Jerry, we start with you this evening. What do you think, Jerry? Jerry. Oh, the Terry, I think. All you right. There? Yeah. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, let's move on over to Debbie. Debbie, thanks for calling 610 WTVN.
2: Um, I do work for a school, and um, I think it would be kind of scary, but I think the pretend is an absolute necessary thing to do, uh, but, um, you
1: know. You you think what is absolutely necessary? I didn't, I, I couldn't hear I what think,
2: you... I think at least they should pretend at a young age, but I don't know that, I think high schoolers are great for that pretend, for the, you know... Simulation or whatever, but I don't know. It, it, it that is a it's a tough one, but I would say if we're not prepared, then how could you save lives if you can't prepare for that? Well, you
1: you, you can prepare. It's just that you prepare in a different fashion. You, you you don't do it as if there's an actual lunatic in the school shooting people. You know, you, you could call it just a an, an emergency drill yeah. and you could run the kids through the paces just saying, hey, you know, we, we got to go uh, hide behind a desk. I, I don't know that you really need to tell, a, you know, a first or second grader that there's a madman loose in the school with a gun and we all got to hide. If, if you put it under the guise of it's an emergency test, yeah. um, it could be a tornado drill, anything like that. Uh, but I, I just think, the, you know... I'll tell you, Debbie, I appreciate your call. Thank you for chiming in. I, something that happened. I was here at the station last weekend, and, and I came in to do some work, and I brought my dog along. I've got this really chill uh, chocolate lab that, that came in with me, and um, some, somebody else arrived here with a very young uh, daughter, and they came walking in, and I had no idea that their daughter was freaked out by dogs. And they came walking through the doors, and my dog was there, saw this little girl, and went kind of trotting up to her. That girl was terrified. I mean, she was terrified, and I felt absolutely horrible. Uh, I, I never expected that something like that would happen. Uh, her mom's like, it's okay. She's afraid of everything. She overreacts. Whatever. My point is is to see the actual look of terror on that girl's face just by seeing my dog. I just don't see the wisdom in, in scaring young children in, into doing an active shooter drill, they don't know it's a drill, and then you, you scare the crap out of them, you run them into the safe room or whatever it is that you do, and then you go, oh, that was just a drill, everything's okay, there is no boogeyman out there. I think for these younger kids, you, you, you have to call it something else. And, uh, and and once again, I'm not talking about not doing a drill in general, but I'm saying when, when you have somebody come into the school and act, they act like there is an active shooter drill, the teachers don't know this is going on, the kids don't know it's going on, I think that's a recipe for disaster. John, thanks for calling the six-pack tonight.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, I was in elementary school in the 70s, mm-hmm. and what was truly frightening was we had to, do drills like fallout shelter drills where you get under your desk and cover your head and prepare for a nuclear bomb mm-hmm. and i think we turned out okay i mean
4: uh I well, think sure you,
1: you, you turned out okay but i mean did you n- number one when, when you did it you did it under the guise of a drill right they, they didn't say we are under attack you've got to get under your desk did they no but, but see b- big difference
3: to, uh, Big, really frightening to a second or third grader is hey we're gonna do this drill because uh, you know there's a cold war going on and, and Russia might bomb us with nuclear
1: weapons I, 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 it was, I don't it was dispute scary, that but it was reality but, but John my, my point is it's two drastically different things you knew it was a drill they didn't say Russia has just launched nukes we got to get under our desks because uh, the bombs are going to start dropping. They didn't play it off as being a real active situation. You you went through a training drill. I, yeah, I,
3: I just don't know that the, we need to see how the kids react in the situation if it ever really does happen. And that's one way of doing it. I see your point as well.
1: All right, John, thank you. I, I think you could achieve the same thing without, you know, again, if it's high schoolers, or so maybe seventh grade on up, middle school, I, I think that they can probably digest this a little bit more. But I don't think real young kids need to to go through that. Uh, is it change? Change. Thanks for calling six ten WTVN.
3: Hey, what's going on?
1: So yeah, I remember
3: when I was in uh, you know grade school. Uh, they would say that we're doing, you know, tornado drills, mm-hmm. and they'd say, grab a grab a book, get in the hallway, get in the feet of position, put it over the back of your head. But, yeah, like, like you were saying, never once did they say, okay, there's a tornado coming, you got to go, you know, like, get in there. So, yeah, I think it's a real bad idea for them to actually have somebody come in, because I have a uh, – my son is in fourth grade, my daughter's in fifth grade. They just had this drill. I want to say two days ago, okay. and they said at the time, they didn't know what was going on. They said they knew there was, quote-unquote, some drill that was going to happen, mm-hmm. but they didn't say it, and then they said when, you know, the teacher was like, okay, well, we got to lock the door, turn the lights off, you know, get against the one back of the wall, and, the, like, my son was like, yeah, he's like, just, everybody was just like, what's going on? Why are we doing this? So, I, I mean, as a parent, it kind of made me mad, but, you know, like, you know, w- Like, you know, going back to like when I was in grade school, you know, never once were they like, there's a tornado coming, everybody go. Everybody knew, okay, this is a drill, let's go. But we all knew what to do if it ever happened. Sure. So I don't see the point of them having an active shooter to say, hey, if a bad person ever comes into the school and this is the situation, this is what we're going to do. But yeah, I mean, to actually have some guy running through the school causing, you know, chaos just for a drill. No, I don't think it's a good idea. News, traffic, weather, sports, and the talk that makes sense.
0: News Radio 610 WTVN.
1: A couple of teachers unions are calling for the end of active shooter drills. And by that, they are they're saying um They want schools to end or change drills, unannounced drills and drills that simulate shootings, terrify students and can uh, harm their mental health. And I'm just curious, are you down with that? Because I I don't think you need to run a first, second, third grader. I don't think you need to tell them that there's an active shooter in the school. I think you can you can do a drill with young children. Under the guise of, yeah, it's an emergency drill, whether it's a tornado, whether it's the A-bomb or whatever. You know, kids, we got to get up. we got to go shield, get in this closet, do whatever it is. <clears throat> Older kids, I don't know, 7th, 8th grade on up, sure. They would probably appreciate the honesty. Uh, how do you come down on it? 821 wtvn eight hundred six ten wtvn Mark, appreciate you sitting on hold. What do you think?
0: uh how's my favorite radio uh, personality
1: um wow uh bob how are you because uh Mar- mark was curious <laughs> you're, you're hey, too kind you're too very, kind mark
0: very quickly cuz i know you're up at a break here you got the news these drills can't be unannounced these things are very elaborate and it is not just for school or police or whoever because if you do a good drill you incorporate the teachers, some of whom may be armed, uh, police, and medical personnel. Uh, it, it's a whole uh, complex web of things. You, you know, your friends over at Buckeye Firearms, Jim Irvine and the gang, uh, would be good to have on on this. Ohio really leads the nation in this sort of training, but I question the goal. Of these uh, teachers' unions because, by their affiliations, I'm going to tell you it's one thing it's gun control. Uh, These drills send a message both to the people that participate it helps the training and it for any prospective active killer it says we are ready for you and we will deal with you and that is the biggest thing of all
1: all right mark thank you for the insight john terry joe hang on we'll get to you as quickly as you can as we can it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win News Radio six ten WTVN. This is what we're kicking around tonight. The nation's two largest teachers unions, American Federation of Teachers and the National Education Association, uh, have joined the gun control advocacy group Every Town for Gun Safety, in calling for schools to end or change active shooter drills. And what what they're contending. It's a very specific type of drill. They say the unannounced drills and drills that simulate shootings terrify students and can harm their mental health, and that there are better ways to ready for a potential shooting. You know, a, a guy called and just said uh, earlier that his kids just had this a couple days ago, and and I don't know the nuts and bolts if this changes from school district to school district. Uh, you know, if if they're doing a drill. And they're just saying, OK, uh, kids, we have to uh, get up uh, we have to shelter in place and we're all going to, like I said, pile into a, the coat room or whatever it is. Uh, if they're doing that and it's a, a bit of a generic uh, presentation, personally, I don't have a problem with it. If, if they're telling first, second, third graders, kindergartners, hey, OK, there, there's a, there's somebody and the, there's a bad man in the school with a gun. So we all got to hide. I just don't think that's a good idea. I do think that the older kids, 8th, ninth, you know, maybe on up to uh, to seniors. Yeah, you could probably go ahead and say, all right, we're going into an active shooter situation. Those kids can digest that. They know what's going on. Um, I, I just don't see the, the uh, value, like I said, in scaring the crap out of really young kids. Um, am, I, am I missing anything else here before we get back to your calls? Uh, they say for schools that choose to do drills... They provide guidelines, including never simulating a shooting, giving parents, teachers, and students advance notice of drills, and working with mental health professionals to create age-appropriate drills, age-appropriate, that take the potential trauma of them into account. Okay? Uh, I I don't know if I'm going to say this guy's name right. I hope I do. Jean-Paul Guilbeau of the Alice Training Institute, which runs active shooter drills told, uh, he says that while they never do surprise drills, simulating a shooting is the best way to prepare for one. You know, and I'm thinking what happens if there is a kid who is uh, old enough? Maybe he's 10, 11th, 12th grade. There could be a kid packing at school. I'm sure there's signs up saying that you can't do it. That doesn't mean somebody's not doing it. You go into this surprise active shooter thing and this kid's Pat. What happens if he pulls it out and plugs the guy who's playing the role of active? Now what do you got? And, and I'm not angling. Don't don't take this wrong. If you're going to call up and light me up about gun control, I don't believe in gun control. I, 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 we're not going down that road. We're talking about active shooter drills in school. Uh, John, thanks for calling the Six Pack tonight. What you got, John? Well, uh,
2: little children' minds work different. They, they, you have to graduate them into it, like have discussions with them first. Um, and then once they understand, make them realize the importance of it, but have light discussions about it, maybe have a puppet show, something like that, and then bring in police officers or people that know what's going on and gradually break it into them. And uh, they, like when I was a kid, I'm about 70 years old now, uh We want to like crime. we got a junior g man badge maybe you could live on incentives like that out, maybe marry somebody who or one of the high school students to help out, and then you could have the children adapted to it more quickly be helpers in the class in the room with the others and stick to them gently and but make them realize the importance of it
5: all and right, john
2: it's like. Like riding a bicycle, you're going to get skinned up a little bit. First, sure. But you'll learn, and then you'll never forget.
1: All right, John, appreciate the call. I, I got to jump, but thank you very much. Uh, sage-like wisdom there from John. Terry, thanks for hanging on, and thanks for calling the six-pack tonight. Hey,
4: Mark.
1: How you doing? I'm good.
4: Uh, you know, I Name's Dave. Uh... What's that? Hello? Go ahead. Can you hear me
0: okay?
1: We're trying. Just just go ahead with your point. There
0: we go. Yeah, hey, I, no, I think you need to, but I think with the younger kids, with, with the equipment we have today, the teacher for these grade schoolers just needs to teach them to go to the corner when they hear that noise. They don't have to know what that noise is, what it's about, but the key here is when they hear that noise, they know where to go. Sure. And knowing where to go takes a lot of... You know, they, they these poor kids, like say they don't know, they're too young. When you take away... The, uh, you know, the worry off these kids, they just automatically do it. Muscle memory is the way to go. And so you got to have these. And I think active shooter training for the older kids is even that much better because you've got control of what's going on in the classroom and we don't have kids screaming and yelling and going crazy all over the place. They know exactly what to do and they do it because they've been trained to do it.
1: Okay, Terry, perfect. Appreciate the call. Thanks for chiming in. Let's get to Joe. Joe, thanks for calling the six-pack tonight. Uh, your thoughts on all this, Joe?
0: um yes Uh, we've done uh, active shooter drills at my church uh my wife is a nurse um has literally saved people's lives before she's also a shooter when we did the drill she was in what was called considered an off-boundary part of the building so she was not part of the drill but when that gunfire went off in that building even though she was removed from it she was working in the office she just fell to pieces she said you just cannot understand trauma of hearing a gunshot in a building you know and this is a 50 year old woman Mm -hmm. like i said saves lives for a living and is a shooter herself and it just the emotions of it and and that night as we were going to bed she was still crying and upset so it's those live fire kind of things have to be traumatic for children
1: yeah joe thank you a great insight there I, i i don't know how they can't not be traumatic for kids and you know, somebody called earlier and said, well, you know, when I was young, there there was the threat of nuclear war and we went through, a, you know, the bomb drills where everybody had to get under their desk. I, I get that, but they didn't tell you at the time that we were literally under attack. They just said, OK, alarm goes off. All right, it's time for the civil defense drill. Get away from the windows. Get under your desk. Or, or at least I, I don't think they did. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I doubt that that stuff was presented as a live nuclear attack, uh, the way some of these live shooter, not all of them, but some of them apparently are presented like that. Uh, David, thanks for calling the six-pack tonight.
5: Hello, sir. As a uh, provider of these active shooter drills, I will, when it comes to whoever the stakeholder is, whether it's a school administrator or a, uh, a, a church elder, whoever sets asks for the drill, they come in packages, and the packages are a tabletop. and tabletops are done with administrators and staff. And there's walkthroughs, which walkthroughs are similar to what you and I did for our fire drills and our uh, nuclear attack drills and all that. And then there's a full-scale drill, and a full-scale drill is one where you're going to have live fire. You're going to involve outside stakeholders like EMS and, and uh, fire and medical, I mean, and uh, police. So there has to be some responsibility taken on whoever, whomever, wherever this is happening in the United States where they're surprising folks. And our agency never, ever did that. There's always advanced, uh, advanced notice was given. And people knew that it was coming. Um, so there's, there was some preparation there. So wherever they're doing this, surprise, we're here. I, I've never heard of it. I don't know that it exists anywhere in Ohio. Um, so I can see where there's some, some credibility to have people having concerns about that. Mm-hmm. But there has to be some responsibility put back on the administrators that have asked for that drill package because sure. they, they have a choice. Yeah. They have a choice whether they get the, the tabletop, the walkthrough, or the full scale.
1: All right, David, thank you for uh, laying that out. That's really interesting. I uh, had no idea that there were that many uh, uh, avenues to pursue there. But thanks again, David. Appreciate you calling. Appreciate you listening. Mark, stay where you are. We'll get you up next. And if you want to grab a line, 821 WTVN 800 610. WTVN. The Six O'Clock Six Pack with Dave Mann, News Radio 610 WTVN. Talking tonight about. Uh, Two teachers' unions, the American Federation of Teachers and the National Education Association, uh, are advocating that uh, live shooter, unannounced drills and drills that simulate shootings terrify students and they need to be stopped. And uh, let's get to Mark. Mark, thanks for calling the six-pack tonight.
4: Hey, Dave. Uh, what uh, statistics or research are they citing?
1: Um, I'll, or just, I'll,
4: just their own feelings?
1: Um. It's a good question. I don't have that much information with this particular article. I I could continue to to look that up for future use.
4: I mean, I'm not getting on your case. No, no, I I get it. It's a great point. Yeah, the left tends to throw out these assertions, you know, without statistics. Like, for years they've been saying homeschool kids don't get any social skills. It's the exact opposite. You know, they do have total better, way better social skills than, than uh publicly schooled kids. I'm not saying publicly schooled kids are stupid.
1: But they never <laughs> It's okay. The, you don't you don't you present. don't have to disclaim it all Mark. It's it's cool.
4: <laughs> but they never you know, they never give statistics or research. They'll just say stuff and they'll keep saying it Keep saying it and keep saying it, you know, and they've also there's been anti-gun groups that have said, you know, the mere presence of an armed guard or a police officer will traumatize a kid. Well, the thing is, and I'm sure a child psychologist or uh, any psychologist could tell you a one time event where there is no bad intention, which there is no bad intention with this, and there is no personal harm coming to them, it is not going to traumatize them. It will scare them for a while. Maybe they'll have a nightmare or two, but the intention is a good intention, and it's, it will scare them, but there's not going to be emotional scarring, and they're basically you know, hiding behind uh, just a, an assertion not anything based in fact. But, Plus, if it scares a few kids, I'm sorry, but if a few kids get scared and potential <laughs> lives get saved, hey, that's the way life is. Well,
1: I, I agree with what you're saying for the most part, but, but I what I don't get, and, and another caller had, had um, alluded to this as well, saying that this is kind of an undercover way to, to administer gun control, and, and I don't get that argument because I would think they want to propagate that narrative that man, there, there could be an armed shooter at your school tomorrow. So I would think they would want to ratchet up the fear of that. And, and I don't see why that they would want to end live shooter drills. I would think they would want the opposite. I would think that they would be encouraging it more because it fits more in line with the narrative about trying to, to achieve gun control. Mark, I appreciate your call. I'm going to try to fit Debbie in here, too, real quick. Uh, Debbie, go ahead. You get the last say here tonight.
3: Oh, okay. Um, Just real quick, that gentleman called regarding uh, the uh, drills with going under the desk. I, too, remember those. I was in third grade. And when it was, was during the Cuban Missile Crisis.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: So
3: that was in the news. And You know, I remember people talking about it, and it was a very scary time because what we had to do then is when we got under the desk, and certain people came and got us, took us to specific buses, and we weren't allowed to talk at all, and we were sent home early, and that happened a couple times. So, you know, and and when I think of the Cuban Missile Crisis, I remember that,
2: you know. Yeah.
1: You
3: know. So it was a little bit more.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you sharing. And I'm sure uh, back then that that it was scary that you thought, oh, my God, there could be missiles, what, 70 miles from mainland uh, United States aimed at us from Cuba. But I I don't think they presented it as an an active attack is occurring and you need to get under your desk or get to the bus. Bob Randolph, thank you for producing. Uh, Beer show coming up tomorrow night. And uh Zaftik Brewing coming in. Sean Carney will be here. We'll drink some beer and have a good time. 606 News Radio 610 WTVN.
3: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom?
5: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.